0: Whenever Kenny Pickett pops up on anything, there's going to be headlines. But when he appears on Football and with Ben Roethlisberger, everybody is going to take away, well, everything they can from those two sitting down and talking. But honestly, the biggest thing that I took away didn't come from anything that they said. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We're talking about what stood out during Kenny Pickett and Ben Roethlisberger's conversation on football. And obviously, there was plenty of takeaways and headlines to share starting probably with Ben Roethlisberger admitting that at first he didn't really want Kenny Pickett to succeed. He honestly, didn't want his name to be passed up, which it's hard to pass up a Hall of Famer. When Ben Roethlisberger stepped off the field for the last time, the energy, that stadium, I've never seen anything like it before. That moment, that thank you, Ben, over Heinz Field as fans just went nuts as this man slowly walked around the stadium hugging and high-fiving everyone he possibly could as he sat there in the middle of the field Cameras totally surrounding him. There was never a moment in my career that comes even close to what I witnessed on that night. It was picture perfect. And it was a memory that I know holds true to a lot of people, especially Ben. And it's a memory that's going to be hard to pass up. So for two things, one, I don't believe Ben Roethlisberger's name ever goes away. The whole Ben who that he's concerned about, I don't think that ever leaves. And two, I don't think it takes a couple of games. I don't think it takes one season for people to say Ben who I think it takes a whole career to say this is the next great quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Kenny Pickett might be on his way there. But after one year, seven touchdowns, nine interceptions, he's not there yet. But there is something that stood out. And we talked about this time and time again. The Steelers Super Bowl window is certainly open. I will continue to hammer that drum and say that the Steelers have a new quarterback on a rookie deal, plenty of talent around him, hopefully a running game that works this season, an offensive line that's seemingly rebuilt, and a defense that was very good last year, even without TJ Watt, now hopefully stays healthy for a whole year. Has Cam Hayward, who continues to define father time. They stocked up in the secondary. They added two very young, very impressive cornerbacks. They have new inside linebackers, and they added to their nose tackle and defensive tackle positions. I mean, this, te- this defense is, in in a small and very lack of evidence way, on paper is stacked. They look very impressive. They look like a group that's ready to dominate. And that brought me back. That reminded me of the last time that we talked about this and everything that needed to go right and everything that needed to go wrong for the Steelers to be a Super Bowl team. And I said time and time again, I don't think the Steelers went in a Super Bowl in 2023. I just don't think that's part of the plan. Then I started to listen to those two last night and my mind started to click and I started to wonder and I started to look up. And what I realized is, Maybe Kenny Pickett doesn't need to be a superstar. Maybe Kenny Pickett doesn't need to do anything. There's a very famous quote in Good Morning Football said this the other day. The Steelers, they don't need their quarterbacks to do anything other than not lose them games. That's the philosophy when a guy first comes into Pittsburgh is just don't lose us games. Mitch Trubisky tried so hard not to lose this team games, but he couldn't do enough to win them games. Kenny Pickett knows how to win. He just can't lose games. And at first he was losing games, but by the end of the year, he wasn't. He was winning them. And heading into year two, if he could continue to do that, the Steelers don't really need much else. They just need to not lose games in order to find themselves competing for a Super Bowl. In Ben's sophomore season in the NFL, he went 9-3 and as a quarterback. He he dealt with some knee injuries, so he missed four games. He threw 17 touchdowns to nine interceptions. He had the third-best QBR in football, I believe, maybe the third-best passing rating in football behind Carson Wentz and Peyton Manning, but he wasn't the best quarterback in football. By no means was he the top five quarterback in football. He had a very talented offense around him and extremely talented defense around him. And he rode the wave and allowed the rest of his team to win him games while he didn't lose them. In the Super Bowl, he tried as hard as humanly possible to lose that game. He went nine for 21 through the air, 123 yards and two touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. I get it or not two touchdowns two interceptions, excuse me. He ran for a touchdown during that game. I get that one, but overall you look back on that game and you think Ben had an awful performance, one that nearly cost the Steelers a Super Bowl, but they still won. And in somewhat dominant fashion against the Seattle Seahawks. And it just got you thinking the Steelers are built around Kenny Pickett right now. He said it himself. He's blessed to come into an organization that seems to have the, the landmarks, the, uh, the foundation built for a quarterback you go to a lot of places and he talked about oh a lot of these other guys they were spotty the road was rockier there were a lot more questions a lot more concerns you look at Bryce Young and CJ Stroud you're not worried about whether or not they're good quarterbacks you're worried about whether or not the team is good enough around them not to ruin them Anthony Richardson's another one Will Levis is another one Hendon Hooker eventually is another one You talk about how bad Malik Willis was last year, but who was around Malik Willis? Absolutely nobody on that Tennessee Titans team. Kenny comes into a team that has a great defense, has a good running game, needed an offensive line, needs an offensive coordinator, has great wide receivers who seemingly only got better this year, and now just added a 6'7 tight end to work with his already top 10 tight end in the NFL. This team's built. It's ready. Everything around it is ready. Think about it. The Steelers, they put together an offensive line, and if it works, they have an offensive line, one that, to some people, reminds them of the Eagles. Isaac Siamalu comes over, who Jason Kelsey raved on about, might be the best and the smartest player he's ever played with. You add... Broderick Jones, a first-round left tackle that you moved up three spots to go get, who a year ago at the University of Georgia, who has dominated the NFL for the last three or four years, said Broderick Jones is the next big name to watch. He's the guy that you will be back here for next season, and he was. The Steelers went and got him, so there's got to be high expectations there. You have a running back in Najee Harris who started to click last season after he got healthy. And if that happens for a whole year on top of Jalen Warren taking a real step forward as a sophomore in the NFL, I mean, the running game's got to be there to some degree, right? George Pickens enters year two of his NFL career and year one. Myself included was calling him. People were calling him a superstar. He was a loaded weapon, a guy who caught anything. Minka Fitzpatrick could not get over how impressive this guy was during training camp that carried on through the whole year and his highlight catches. Well, they just kind of signature it and say it's true. Deontay Johnson only gets better with time with quarterbacks because it's all about timing with him. He is the most open wide receiver in football. If Kenny Pickett and him are on the same page, which I would imagine they are in year two, dangerous player to watch. Pat Fryermuth is only going to get better with the addition of Darnell Washington, and the running game is only going to get better with the addition of Darnell Washington. Connor Hayward probably has a more unique role this season, but one that could utilize him better. Jalen Warren, who knows what he's going to do, but you have to be impressed and excited about a year or two running back who somewhat bald when given the opportunity last year. The defense, as we talked about, Minka. Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Corey Trice, Levi Wallace on year two, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Nick Herbig, hopefully, Cole Holcomb if he's healthy, Alandon Roberts, Mark Robinson's hopefully going to take a year two step. Demonte KZ comes back. Keanu Neal is here and better than ever. Keanu Benton has been named the perfect addition to the Steelers defensive line and plugs up the middle, solidifies a nose tackle for the first time in years for the Steelers. Larry Ogunjobi comes back and he's healthier than he was before. DeMarvin Leal hopefully finds a spot as a sophomore in the NFL. I mean, the names are endless. This team is loaded. On paper, they look so good. They got to put it onto the field, but thankfully, they have a head coach who's a future Hall of Famer who knows how to win games. I'm just saying. I get it. I understand who the Kansas City Chiefs are. I understand who the Philadelphia Eagles are. I understand who the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals are. I understand that the Denver Broncos have a very talented team on paper as well, and they didn't look that good last year either. I understand the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the up and up. I understand the New York Jets got Aaron Rodgers. I get it all. I get all the question marks, all the reasons that Steelers won't go and win a Super Bowl. I'm just saying, if you talked about them on the other side of this, chances are this conversation sounds exactly the same. You can name all the great things and then say, oh, well, this team and this team and this team and this team. There's always going to be obstacles, just like anything in life. You're going to look at it and say, well, maybe it's not the perfect time. Who knows when the perfect time is in the NFL? It's about who's hot and who's ready to win and who's dominant at the right time in the season. The Steelers, if they got into the playoffs last year, people thought they were going to make a run. I was one of those people. And to start this season off, you don't you don't have to go 16, 17 and 0. you just got to make the playoffs and see what kind of magic Kenny Pickett and this team could put together. And I'm just saying that, you know, there was some spark last year. There was lots of spark last year for a guy who had no reps during the summer with the first teamers, who had to develop on the fly in Pittsburgh, who was tossed into a terrible situation in halftime of a game that he should have never been tossed into. His first start was against the Buffalo Bills, and his second start was against the Philadelphia Eagles. That is awful. Year two is different. And I'm just saying, there's excuses for every team not to win a Super Bowl. Some guys do it. Some teams do it. Don't rule the Steelers out of doing it this year.